we live in a world where something is always brewing, knowing that we are not alone in our struggles oftentimes gives us the strength to keep pushing forward. So pour that cup of coffee because you, my friend, are not alone. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. Well, welcome. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. I am on my first cup of coffee still, so I'm still easing into my day. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a snapshot of what my mornings are typically like. I usually try to get up before everyone else is up and have some quiet time, whether that's in prayer or reading my devotional or kind of doing a personal inventory on where my head is at. I might be thinking about some things I have to do during the day, kind of organizing in my mind what order of events needs to occur to get over the finish line (laughs) for the day. And I also want you to think about finding a pocket of peace for you to do that couple minutes of personal inventory and practice being intentional about sitting quietly without your phone, doing a couple good cleansing, deep breaths, submitting things, cares, worries, concern over to the Lord and to God, and just starting your day off fresh. Sometimes I like to envision especially if I have some things during the day that I'm a little unsure about or nervous about or think like, God, I don't know how the heck I'm going to get all this stuff done. I like to think how it, it kind of makes me feel like I'm holding on to stuff, holding on to cares, concerns, worries. And I like to envision, maybe you can envision with me if you close your eyes. I like to imagine God holding a big waste paper basket and him just saying, well, you know what? You should just throw all that junk in here and let's get rid of that. And I envision myself putting all those things one by one into the the waste paper basket. And then I envision him kind of wrapping up the bag and throwing it to the point where I can't even see where it's landed. It's completely out of sight. And then all that's left is me and him. And he can tell me and kind of direct me and give me peace for the day. And I can say, you know what? Now I open myself up to trust you now that those things are gone. Now I'm free with my hands open, my hands wide open to receive all the wisdom for all those things that you have. And so maybe that's something that you want to start doing in your morning to gear you for your day. Maybe it's something you can do while you're in the shower or maybe when you go to bed at night. Sometimes I like to even put on Psalms. I have a Bible app that's called Version, I believe it is. Yeah. And they have so many different translations. Um, sometimes I like to mix it up because I find the different versions use different words. And I think different words strike us all different. So find a version that you really enjoy. Right now, I am loving the Brian Simmons, the 
passion translation. I'm, I'm loving it because it's very um, conversational. And just like how, like if we were having a conversation with the Lord or, you know, whatever the story is about, it's very floral in his language. And so I like to put the Psalms on um, at night while I'm going to bed to rest my mind and put me in a, a good visionary place for as I rest. And those words are washing over me and my subconscious as I sleep. Um, but like I said, also definitely be intentional about starting your morning off in peace and quiet in positioning yourself for the day. I guarantee you will have a smoother day. <laughs> All right. So where are we? Hope you got a cup of coffee and I'm going to dive right in. And so today I have titled this episode, what is your superpower? I'm sure as a kid, we've all played superheroes or watched the Marvel comics or even read comics. And there's always been this interest in superhuman people and channeling energy for a greater good to stop evil. And so I want to talk about today is what is your superpower and what does that look like? Have you ever thought about it? Or let's say this, if you could pick what your superpower would be, what would it be? Question, you know, like as adults, we need to like dream a little. There's a funny conversation that my son and I get into and he will say to me, mom, are you a superhero? And like very quietly, and I will look at him and I will say, Abel, you know, I cannot confirm or deny whether I'm a superhero or not. And he will look at me and he go, no, 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 you can tell me, you can tell me. And I will say to him, well, Abel, has anything good ever come from superheroes telling people that they were a superhero? You know that it puts people in danger, especially superheroes' loved ones. And he's just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And he'll be like, no, tell me what your powers are. And so Abel and I have this ongoing conversation that has happened so many times and he'll always just look at me, mom, are you a superhero? And I'm like, I can't, I can't talk about it, Abe. I cannot talk about it. And he'll say, well, do I have powers? And I'll say, Abel, you will find your powers when you're least expecting it. And then his face lights up. And I want him to live in a world where it's capable for him to be anything and do anything that he puts time and effort and energy into. And I perpetuate this idea of him being super because I'm super and that he has the ability to create and harness power. And I believe every person has the ability. Everyone has power. Everyone has influence. And it has nothing to do with what we do, but everything to do with who we are. And so many people get trapped in comparison and or discontentment with themselves and forget and lose sight of that you are unique. You are different. There is not a cocktail of a person that is like you. Mixed with your nature and nurturing that has gone on in your life, you are a unique individual and you are loved by God, not for what you do, but because of who you are. And I want to remind you that today and how I love to perpetuate this idea in Abel that he is super. I want you to understand that you are super. 
And if no one in your life has ever told you that you are special, that you are unique, that you have a capacity for greatness, I'm here to tell you all these things today because it's true. Not because I'm trying to inflate you or stroke your ego, but I'm here to tell you, you have intrinsic value because who created you and whose you are. And as a human being, we have all been created by God. And I truly believe that every person is a part of God. And I think of, you know, stained glass at a Catholic church and how each piece of stained glass is put in a specific place to form and create a picture. And I think that that's how we all are. God is the picture and we are the individual pieces of glass reflecting his glory. And so I think that there's something so special about knowing that we are created in his likeness, that we have the capacity for greatness, that when we choose, we have the power to be super and you are super. And I want you to not lose sight of that. Um, It's so sad because like I said earlier, so many people fall into the traps of comparison and, and discontentment because they are looking to other people to compare with themselves. And what we have to realize is, is that's really comparing apples to oranges. You are not an apple. You're an orange. So like, how could you compare yourself to someone else or someone else's life journey? They have not gone through the things you've gone through. They have not had the parents that you had. They did not grow up with the circumstances that you did. And so to compare yourself to someone else is completely going to just rob you of your joy and ultimately rob you of your peace and create an unhappy, victimized person. And so we need to stray away from looking to the right or to the left and focus on who we are. And if you have lost sight of who you are, I'm here to tell you it's greatness. It is greatness. And you have the capacity to do things and be a part of something bigger than yourself. And so if you struggle with that topic of comparison, I definitely recommend the book by Lisa Bevere called Without Rival. It is such a great book, and she talks about how we are so created by God and that when we compare with other people, we are being robbed of our unique essence. So definitely check that book out, and I'll put the link to that in my show notes. In addition to that, I think sometimes we feel as though our circumstances have marked us in a bad way and we are damaged. And when we allow our joy of being content with who we are, be robbed by something that has marked us or a mindset that we now harness. And you have the power to break that. You have the power to let go of that. And I just want to encourage you today that no matter what you're facing, you are not alone. God loves you. You are unique. And there's a creator that has made you and is cheering you on as his child. And so never lose sight of that. I remember back when I was learning in science about nature versus nurture and how some things you are born with and some things because you have been nurtured in that area, you develop them. And people would go back and forth and we had to like plead our case to our teacher about whether we thought people were created 
based upon their nature? Like, are they inherently this way because this is what the genetic makeup that they were given? Or is it strictly nurturing and based on who raised you and what circumstances and what birth order and all those other things? And I always would think about that because I didn't know my biological dad growing up. And I would always think like, well, whose eyes do I have? Who do I look like? And it always left me bewilderment and wonder about who I was and what my identity was. I found out later on in my life that my dad had committed suicide. And I had to take a minute and realize because he struggled with mental illness to that gravity, that wasn't who I was. And just because this was part of my genetic makeup that I had the capacity for that level of depression. I did not need to own that. And because of who I was and who I was nurtured to be, I didn't have to fall into that, well, this is who I am. I'm going to be messed up. I'm going to have to be on psych meds for my whole life. Like, this is who I am. And I had to like give myself a pep talk and and really reset my framework and realize I don't need to identify with this. And so if you have in your family a series of, you know, anxieties, issues, depression, you know, what have you, I want you to know that that doesn't need to define you. You get to choose. You don't need to give it energy. And say if you do experience some of those symptoms of depression and anxiety, You need to start asking yourself, what are the situations that trigger me to go into this spiral? What is happening when when I start feeling that anxiety? And really dissect it and process it instead of just shirking it off or just owning the label. I challenge you to really dive in to think about what are the culminating catalysts to what trigger you feeling those emotions and process them. And manage yourself in that way. You don't need to own it. You don't need to be this way forever. You have the ability to evolve and change and to choose a better way of living. You can choose. You have the choice. And I find oftentimes people get stagnant because they're in that constant hemming and hawing mode. Well, I don't know. Ugh. Just make the choice and say, I'm deciding that I'm going to try to do better next time. I'm deciding that I'm not going to be a victim to my anxiety. I'm not to be a victim to my depression. I'm going to find out in my mind, what. when did this start? Did something happen in my youth, in my childhood? That's when I remember starting to feel these feelings. These are the questions we need to ask ourselves to properly evaluate and figure out what is stimulating these negative emotions and take personal inventory. It's hard. It's not easy. But I promise you this. If you overcome your fear to look fear in the face, it's not as scary as we've made it to be in our minds. If we take the time to process those memories, those emotions, acknowledging them, oftentimes things flare up with anxiety and depression because they're unresolved emotions that we have hidden, that we push down, that we deny. We act like it didn't happen. We don't acknowledge the incident. We don't give ourselves the grace to say, no, that really did hurt my feelings or no, that really did bother me. And once we say it out loud, we can talk to a a trusted friend or talk about it in therapy and we address those core issues that now have a domino effect of adverse reactions, if we can get back to that root cause and expose it to the light, that's when healing happens. 
that's when change occurs. And so I know that seems frightening, but I want you to know that there is nothing that God can't heal you from. There's so many things in my life that I look back on and I can't even believe I'm the person that I am now. And it's all because I chose to give that woundedness over to God. And I opened myself up to his truth about who I was in him. And so that's that's the big thing. We have to replace the the lies with who we think we are with the truth. And if you believe you are anything else than super, then I want you to know today you get to choose. Today you get to choose who you're going to be. You get to choose where you get to minister your power. You matter. Your presence matters. Your words matter. You're just showing up matters. Get back out there and remember this. You are you, and that is your superpower. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I am your host, Corey Powers. Please follow, share, and review this podcast to help others seeking encouragement. For more information, be sure to check out my website, coreypowers.com. And tune in next time for more Coffee with Corey.